Movies! 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 Let me try the podcast! Talking about movies! Movies! Let me try the podcast! Talking about movies! And we're back. It's Jamie's Driving Podcast, the last week of Jedi January. Thank you for joining us. Tom and are Jim we talking Ball. about movies? We are talking about movies, indeed. What movies are we talking about? We are talking about the Star Wars universe. Why we're, are we doing that? Because it's Jedi January. That's right, right? bitches. That's right, bitches. <laughs> That's right, bitches. It's all. We're down in the basement. We're in our shitty lives. Yeah. <laughs> with the leftovers. As, as you may have heard last week. <laughs> Paul, you have an apology to make? I have to apologize. <laughs> I took up for Mindy Kaling, and she took another big shit on my favorite uh, childhood cartoon on, once see. again this week. Let me, let me see something. Is this going to be a regular segment? Paul's the the apologies. Paul's Apologies Corner. <laughs> Sorry I gave that movie such a high rating. I went back and watched it. It was a piece of crap. Yeah. Fuck it. Anyway, so... Uh, Anything from episode three? I think we 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 didn't Shit. cover it that well, to be perfectly honest. She's got all that money, and she still looks like the Hamburglar. Come on, man, look at her. She's a sexy Hamburglar. She's all right. What are you, what are you talking? No. About? I no. mean, I'm not saying she's sexy for a girl, but she's sexy for a Hamburglar. <laughs> well, I can, I can, you can make that argument. Yeah, I would say so. So yeah, we didn't really talk about the movie last week. No, not really. Uh. We did say it was pretty good. We did say it was Deal with good. it, bitches. Yeah. Because at this point, you know, who cares? That's what I got to say. You know what? Let's let's talk about the fact that we are still in the running. Yeah. I I mean, the problem is we need people to get out there and vote. Vote for us. Chesapeake Podcast Network and we will, you know, we are a two-time award-winning we podcast. Are, we, we actually have won awards. We uh, we won a, a, the Maryland Podcast Networking right. Awards last year. Yeah, you need to get out to the page. Let me, let's give so you this time, update. it's Chesapeake Podcasting Network. Let's give you a quick update here. I, I, it's, I'm, I'm curious. And all our buddies over there that don't support or promote our show Jim's at the in any desk. way so whatsoever. I don't even I, I don't even know why they thought we were still on their network because they don't have us. They Supposedly have, there's an RSS feed, but I have no way to fucking tell you how to I get know to those it. Those things still existed. Yeah, we're, they we're, still. No, do. We're on there. We're on there. Oh, we are now finally. Yeah. Hey. Okay, because I've been checking Whoa. pretty consistently, and you know, we were never on there. Um, still, I'm still trying to find this. This. Uh... What. Chesapeake Podcasting Network. I yeah. think it's a Facebook page. No, I'm talking about the actual like uh, awards. It's not popping up. It's a resource. Oh, I don't know where. Resource limit reach or something like that. Oh, that means you need a new phone. That's right. Your phone is shit. We should just smash it. Well, yeah, you should get an Android. Yeah, Android is better. I'm not doing that. Just like, you know, I don't know why you're still using a fucking Mac. Jeez. Jesus Christ. Who uses a Mac anymore? Jewish that's like, that's people, like I think. So late nineties. Yeah, yeah. Goddamn Gen Xers. <laughs> Whatever, dude. Whatever. Uh, so okay. That's we, your answer to everything. Whatever, dude. Why is that happening? What are you looking at over there? I pushed the wrong button. I was trying to look <laughs> at my uh your cadre of porn over there. My daughter who sent me a text message. Oh. Um and her and a girl are at the house the, tonight. Tonight. Yeah. So I'm a little worried. Again. Because I'm not there to uh, make sure that no scissoring is going on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, oh. a big, that's a big thing in <laughs> AEW. I don't know if you watch AEW. No. Uh, the wrestling show. No. It's... Uh, they have this group called the Acclaim, and they um, they're together with uh, badass Billy Gunn. Oh no! Yeah, like Billy Gunn's kids are actually on in AEW, but for he left them 
and he's hanging out with this other group called the Acclaimed. <laughs> and, like, their big thing is they – well, first off, I know that the one guy's gay. I don't know if the other guy's gay. And, honestly, it doesn't matter. It's not like they're sucking each other dick during the fucking match or something. But they're, they got over. Okay, they weren't supposed to get over, but they did. So they eventually became the champions. And their big catchphrase is, scissor me daddy ass. I'm not joking. So they go to fucking, you know, the one guy goes up to Billy Gunn, and they have their fingers out, and they're like scissoring each other like this. And that's the way they shake hands. And then you watch the crowd. There's fucking people out there with pink scissors in the air. And I'm sitting there like, there's a six-year-old girl scissoring her dad. And I'm like... There is something wrong here. Mass, I'm not sure. Mass psychosis. <laughs> That's where it's we're just, at right now. We just do that, you not understand what's going on here? You you. <laughs> they're just doing whatever they're doing. That that's that's where we're at. Right we're now. we're taking sexuality out of sexual acts at this point, but adding it to children at the same time. That's I love where we are as society. No, yeah. I don't. I really don't. Yeah. Well, don't worry. You can apologize for next week. You know. But at least my 15-year-old Scooby-Doo fan, uh, uh, characters are... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Jeez. so fucked up. Uh, like, it's at like, least right, We need to come up with stuff, but it has to be ridiculous. My favorite childhood... That's Adrian Adonis right there. ...television show, Scooby-Doo, you know, is being represented by 15-year-olds that are... Doing nothing but having sex jokes about each other and yeah. how small Fred's penis is. So, you think Jabba the Hutt for that? Fuck my life, Jabba, Jabba. Yeah. So anyway, um, I don't know why I did that. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's okay. It's time to start it. I, I cannot. Blammo. My my phone keeps blowing up because of these damn dynasty league trades. Well, then ignore it. Who cares? Yeah, you no, can Craig, wait. Craig's having a meltdown right now. Was, Just uh, tell Craig <laughs> that you're doing a fucking show and he can suck my asshole. Hey, look, those millionaires that you like that, that are on those football teams don't care that you're trading them. So Just, you know what? Reply, scissor me, bat daddy ass. <laughs> Just don't don't give any reference or any you know. Just literally just put scissor me daddy ass. And then let him stew on that. Don't answer anything else afterwards. For like an hour. Yeah. Because, you know, we are doing a podcast for the next hour. Anywho, um, <laughs> what, are, what am I doing here? I, I'm I, trying I, to pull up the movie is yeah, what I'm say, trying to do. Do you have your, uh, you so, have your notes? So, sorry, so we are, we are transitioning. Well, we're not transitioning, just the rest of society is, especially Gen Zers, apparently. Yes. They're uh, zooming away. <laughs> they have right said that. Transitioning. The, did you see, did you read the article that talked about how every generation, the number of gay people had like doubled oh, this in society? Like, and now we're at like, I think it was either 20 or 40% yeah. of Gen Zers are gay. And, I'm, and then they're saying that by the next generation, there's going to be more gay people than straight people. Yeah. And I'm like, well, that's good. Then we won't have to worry about the population and the fucking uh, yeah. anything else because they're just going to start weeding themselves out at this point. Well, I was thinking about like thinking about it, you know, with these generations. You know, one generation, they were listening to the devil music. Right. You know, Elvis and all that stuff. The, the devil, the <laughs> the devil, devil. music. And know? then the next generation's devil music oh, the next devil, was the, Black Sabbath. Black Sabbath. Then the next generation well, with, along with Black was Sabbath, Ozzy. You know, you had... <laughs> Gentlemen like me, like when I was when I was a teenager in yep, yep. college, I was getting my earring, you know, earring. My sure. Like, Why are you getting earrings? You know. Uh, I was so, getting my cock pierced. So you got so. stuff like that, and the next generation is, we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna cut off our penises, <laughs> shove our balls up our asshole. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little extreme. I, I, <laughs> as bad as my generation was, <laughs> the repercussions of my acts. <laughs> I have to sit down to pee, okay? And if I really get pissed off, I could stand at a urinal and piss on both people on both sides at the same time. Like a Jedi ship. <laughs> but that's my—that's what I got to deal with. But they—they've cut their fucking cocks off. I mean, when these what the hell, dude? Are forty-five years old? They look at her like, "Oops, oh shit!" <laughs> Way before then. They're not, they're not going to make it out of their thirties. No, they're not. They're they're good. There should this be a, fake gash is not giving me the. Dude, <laughs> I, I think I want kids now. Oh, too, yeah. <laughs> too late. 
Oh, I'm telling you, there's going to be a rash of can, suicides. Is there any way that you can <laughs> stick your penis into my penis far enough that you can reach up to my old uterus that doesn't work anymore? Yeah, well, no, there's going to be a lot of suicides in about there's 10 years. And the media's like, it's a new form of happening? They're going to blame it on COVID. Suddenly suicides. They're going to blame it on climate change. The vaccine. <laughs> All these suicides by no, climate change. No, unvaccinated people. Racism. Much higher, like most mo- more likely to commit suicide at this point. That's Makes right. sense. Mm-hmm. It's definitely not all this crap we've been pushing on them. Did so, you hear? Did you hear about the? Uh, was that real? Did they really say that? Yeah, yeah. They said the next generation there's going to be more gay people, more people that say they're gay than straight. I'm just like, all right, whatever. I won't be here. I'll be fucking dead. So whatever. I don't give a shit. What comes after Gen Z, by the way? Nothing, because they're all going to have their penises cut off. <laughs> there's no, there's nothing after Z. Mindy Viserys is going to be left. We're going back to double A, or what are, what are we doing? Uh, I, I don't know. We're done at this point. Don't they, they, not, that's why they started at X, you know, X, Y, Z. Now, they, now we've understand, because Z is the end. Zippered it up. It's done. There is no more generations. Is, yeah. Well, you know, in fraternities, they, they they go back and they do double letters. That's what I just said, Tom. We could do that. Well, I was, I was going to say double that. Was Tom, this is, uh, we're going to have to start a new portion to the show where you just apologize <laughs> for things that you say. Never. During the episode. Never. Tom doesn't apologize. Motherfucker. Tom doesn't apologize. Let me, let me How just. How did we get off on that track? I don't know. I don't know. I'm you waiting keep... for some notes. <laughs> Got some notes. Okay. Notes. So this week we're covering Rogue One. Rogue One. Which released December 14th, 19. Nope. 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 nope, nope. 2016. Yes. Opened to 155 million, which was good enough for first. Totaled out at 533.5 million, which was good enough for first for the year. And worldwide, it made $1 billion. It was uh, the 22nd grossest film at the time or something like that? Yeah, it was pretty high. Grossest film? Yeah, grossest. Grossing films are. Yeah, it it was one of the top, like, five. Yeah. Uh, grossest sword, uh, laser sword movies. So, and I don't think there was any laser swords in this one. So anyway, uh, Mount Fakaka. Its budget was two hundred million. So it was, the budget was a little higher, but it made a little bit more money than Episode Three. And I think that you know it makes sense because I think people were burnt by the time with Episode One and Episode Two. By the time Episode Three came out, people were just like, "I am not getting burnt again." Yeah, you know, so it was just yeah. fuck it. No charge. Well, wasn't there? Wasn't there uh, a little bit of content before? Uh, you know, between that movie and this one, not too like much. Ten years, right? Like this, yeah. It had been ten years, so everybody was fiending for some Star Wars. Star Wars at that point. When did it was Solo, before Disney Plus? When did Solo come out? After this? Just after this? Like I think the well next year? I no, saw, because uh, it was shit. I haven't seen it yet. I and and by the time Solo hit the theaters, everybody was like. Fuck this woke garbage. Because if you remember correctly, right before Solo came out, they spent a long time talking about how Lando Calrissian was in love with the robot. And I don't even remember what they called it. But it was like, it was the biggest story about the movie. And nobody was excited about actually seeing the movie, especially when they found out that Han Solo was basically neutered. And... Lando Calrissian was in love with a robot. So it is what it is. Um, This movie uh, opened up against Collateral Beauty, whatever the fuck that is. That reaction is most of my reaction to most of the movies that you say every week. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, The other movies that were in the top ten that week, Moana. You've seen Moana. Yeah. Which is pretty cool because that means at least a dozen times. Disney had... Disney had three movies in the top ten this week. You know, Rogue One, Moana, and uh, another one on this list. I can't remember which when one. When Harry met Harry. Yeah. So uh, the next number, t- the next one was Office Christmas Party. That was not a what? great movie. Do you remember that? No. no. That was um, another Jason Bateman comedy. No. Um, then you had Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. That was a Harry Potter movie. Uh, Manchester by the Sea. That's um somewhere in Manchester. Okay, La La by Land, which the musical about L.A. 
Arrival. I have no fucking clue. I think it's about um, um, aliens, probably. No, um, um, getting there before your uh, reservation time. Oh, okay. Or, or um, that, wouldn't that be called early arrival? No, that's the sequel. Oh. Gotcha. Doctor Strange, that was the other one. That was the other Disney movie, Doctor Strange. Oh, Doctor Strange? Yeah, yeah it had been out by s- for seven weeks by that point, so that's, it had uh, dropped off considerably. That stars, um, um, what's his name? Cambridge. Cumberpatch, right? That's right. Cumberpatch. And he was that's also exactly it. Um, the dragon. Cumberpatch. He was, he was also <laughs> Smog in The Hobbit. Sure he was. Smog. I don't, I've never seen The Hobbit, so I'll go with you on that one. <laughs> Fuck. And then finally, Nocturnal Animals, which I don't know if you saw, but that was like a kind of a weird fucking flick. <laughs> Sounds like it. Uh, the director for this movie was a gentleman at the <laughs> time. He was a gentleman at the time. I don't know where he is now, but his name was Gareth Edwards. Oh, one of those guys with two first names. I hate that. Yeah, I and he was that. he was responsible for Godzilla 2014. I, I can't I even remember if that was a good movie. I liked it. Point. I, I thought a, it was well done. I had a friend in college called Jason Scott. Okay. I just couldn't get over the pe- the fact that he had two first names. Son of I'd a always bitch. make fun of him for it. What a piece Jason of shit. Scott. You have the weirdest hangups. <laughs> so, <laughs> this really the big star in this movie was Felicity, uh, Felicity Jones. Yes. Which I kind of thought was like a bigger deal, like a bigger actress. But really, all the the only other big time movie she did was the Amazing Spider Man two. Yeah, not that big. The other guy, Diego, um, what's his name? Diego Luna. Yeah, he um, he's known for this. He's in Andor right now, but of he's also uh, he's in a very good series on Netflix called uh, Narcos <laughs> Mexico. Which one? Narcos Mexico. Oh, Narcos. Okay. He's in the yeah. Mexico, but that's a very I didn't. Good series. I kind of got bored with the first Narcos after like the first season. Really? A, it, was it was okay, and then it got like a little boring, and then I kind of got over the it. Sinaloa he was also down there and stuff. He was in Frida. Now, do Frida. you remember Frida with the eyebrows? Yeah, yeah, dude. Like they ugly that chick up real bad. Selma, Hay- not Selma. Selma Hayek is one of the most gorgeous women <laughs> on the planet. Oh, yeah. And they made her into a frog. And she's like fifty six now, and she's still she's still fucking slamming. St- God damn it, dude. It's ridiculous. Uh, Milk. You know Milk. You were one of his followers. Uh, Contraband uh, and Elysium. They called his followers the cookies. I was a cookie. (laughs) Yes, cookies. (laughs) They were milk monsters. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Alan Tudyk played the the fucking robot. K2SO. Yeah. Now, Alan Tudyk has been in fucking a million movies. He's, yeah. Uh, then some of the other people in this movie was Donnie Yen, Wen, uh, Wen Jiang, mm-hmm. Ben Mendelsohn, Guy Henry, Fork, Fork, God, Forrest Henry, Whitaker. Two names. I cannot, no, no. I, Guy that's, Henry. First name. That's a double bad thing because I also hate the word, the name Guy. Well, yeah, but Why? maybe I should have called him Gee. Guy. It's Italian. Hey, Guy. I don't care. Hey, Guy. But look at Italian. I don't, brother, hey. I don't care about Italians. Hey, buddy. I'm not your pal. Italians. We're brother. Hey, you Gee. for one thing. You know what that is? What? Running away. And right. sucking dick. <laughs> um, but Gee, Gee Henry played Governor Tarkin. Now, if you if you remember, that was such a big deal that they had government Governor Tarkin in government this movie. Tarkin. Government. Yes, of course, because I misspoke. You got to make fun of me, Tom. No, it's just the you last, fucking last piece couple of episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, Governor Tarkin was completely CGI, so why do you need somebody to play Governor Tarkin? Someone to stick his face on. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. So, um, But that was one of the earliest characters where the entire character was C- yeah. the, the person was CGI. You know all the stormtroopers in Revenge of the Sith were also entirely CGI? Yeah, but that's not... It, it's not as impressive when you have... Stormtroopers, though. Yeah, because they're all basic and shit. Let's mm-hmm. play this commercial real quick. Okay. I had one more person here. I'm sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. Well, we have Forrest Whitaker, uh, Riz Ahmed, and you made me drop my law. Mads Milkinson. 
who played Gallon or who gives a fuck? <laughs> Never mind. Play the fucking ad, dude. Sure. Nobody cares about these people. I don't think they've ever done anything else. Mads, he's in a lot of good things. He carries. I think it's everything. a woman, dude. Literally, I think it's a woman. Mads? Yeah, she played the mother. Or <laughs> well, at least at the time, she was a woman. Not attractive either. All right. Well, that was worth our <laughs> time <laughs> and effort. Let's. It kind of. That goes. was the short one. <laughs> well, now. Well. Okay, so uh, where are we? We're, um, at Rogue we're one. now going to start Rogue One. You have any interesting facts over there? I, I have a Rotten. Tomato- Do you want to read the Wikipedia page to us, please? Uh, the Rotten Tomatoes has a film uh, the approval rating of eighty-four percent. Wow. Based on four hundred sixty-two. Re- Four hundred and sixty. None of us can talk this. The, the last two weeks has just been like gum, you know, garbled mess. Gar- 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 garbled messes. Um, IGN reviewer Eric Goldman gave the film <coughs> nine out of ten, saying nine out of ten. Rogue One is a movie crammed with fan service, but when fan service is done well, there is little to complain about and much to adore. That's what he sounds like. Yeah. You know what else anybody, is true? Anybody talk about fan service? Any, uh, let me put it to you this way. Right. Anybody, if, when craft services are done well, mm-hmm. they, there's no going back there's, from that, dude. This is service, the best thing you're, ever. You're going to order it over and over again. I'd give 10 out of 10 if, it was fu- if craft services were good. Yeah. I've been, never been invited to a movie set, so I've never had the opportunity to have craft services. Peter Travers of Rolling Stone gave the film three and a half out of four stars, writing, That motherfucker. The spin-off prequel. (laughs) (laughs) I'm dunking a half a star. (laughs) I didn't give it four. He's with Rolling Stone. That's reserved for like avant-garde movies, like, as I said, When Harry Met Harry. Okie doke. Or When Harry Met Harry's. Uh, Peter Travers of Rolling Stone gave the film three three and a half stars out of four, writing, the spin-off prequel has the same primitive, lived-in, emotional, loopy, let's-put-on-a-show spirit that made us fall in love with the original trilogy. Right. Um, <laughs> Hot Matters website. I don't know if that still exists. What, we're going to give this movie our own grade, so why do we give a shit what these people <laughs> graded it? Fuck oh, these no, critics. No, okay, hold on, hold when on. are critics almost ever right? Uh, well, in this case, they were, but... Richard Brody of The New Yorker. You know, New York is one of those, you know, Towns. magazines where people like to sniff their own assholes. Called the film lobotomized and depersonalized and wrote it isn't so much a movie as a feature-length promotional film for itself. It's a movie that is still waiting to be made. Like... These movies what the do. fuck is he talking? What was his rating? Because give us a, his rating. <laughs> he doesn't have a rating. He just shit on the movie. What a cocksucker. <laughs> he didn't even rate the movie. Movies I literally just said, lasers. we don't give a shit what their ratings are, and then I want to know what this rating is, and we don't get one. Yeah. Well, what the fuck, man? I don't know what's wrong with you. The God New- damn it, Tom. The New York Times wrote, all the pieces are in there. In other words, all of them. Like Lego figures in a box. They stuck all their the, figures in my asshole. The problem is the filmmakers haven't really bothered to think of anything very interesting to do with them. A couple of nine-year-olds on the screen free rainy afternoon would come up with a better adventures. No, they and, wouldn't. And probably also better dialogue. They're, they're, yeah. they're lying. They're, they're fucking wrong. They're movie critics. They're like, you know. Well, the dialogue. They're was, was they're How many movies has that fucker made? Dude, they're, they're evolved from pond scum. They're 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 literally one step below sports newscasters and shit. These people, <laughs> they they they're they're intelligent. They're like the bottom one percent of the class. Like, <laughs> I, I, I wipe assholes. my ass with their intelligence. By the way, speaking of sports what, casters, what's going on over there, Tom? Did you did you enjoy the fact that we were we were we were like what was it a while ago now? We yeah that what did what, it uh, we, we, we had a, I don't about, know dude we had a back and forth on the text thread uh, uh, this, is, this is another thing doing a, the text thread again doing the enough the with this fucking we're not on the text thread doing the I'm sports. not on the text thread 
So I don't give a flying fuck what you guys talk to each other about. Sports. Oh, my God. Sports. Brad said this on the text thread, and we made fun of him for fucking four years. No. You you added Brad to the text thread? Of course you did. And you know why I'm pissed. Because I'm not on the correct <laughs> I don't want to be on the... Yeah, you are. Trust me. Fucking, I don't want to oh, I don't. I don't give a, a shit. You better have a Fuck plan. That, they they text more than girls do. A hundred of them come from Craig. Of course <laughs> it does. Craig has nothing better to do. He's got a hot-ass girlfriend slash what? Is she a wife now? No. no. So it's still a girlfriend? I, they're not are they still even together? They're together. Yeah. Okay. So he's got a hot-ass girlfriend, and he's too busy on this fucking phone... Just, you know, diddling his phone instead of diddling his fucking woman. It's ridiculous. Diddle. Hey, diddle, diddle. I mean, I ain't got, I'm not working with much, but I guarantee you I'd work that shit out. (laughs) Well, you know that's being rooted out in the next generation. There's really going to be a lot of people not working with much. Nope. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> a bunch of miserable assholes. I think you you realize we flash forward about 50 years and everybody's just got like flat. It's just flat all- with a little tiny piss hole. <laughs> and that's it. It's just got a big asshole in the back and a little tiny piss hole in the front. No dicks. No pussy. It's just flat. And they can't grow hair because we've now gotten all testosterone out of our systems. So it's all just bare ass, you know, 45-year-olds with just little tiny holes. They look like SpongeBob. (laughs) And the voice is going to sound the same, too. Hey, guys. What are you doing today? I'm diddling my hole. That's what I'm doing, you fucktard. Do you know how the Chinese take their coffee? (laughs) (laughs) They sit there and fucking, they push their little fucking hole and then they giggle like the the Pillsbury Doughboy. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hell. We broke the show again. (laughs) Oops. So um, yeah, they're, they're all gonna be they all made like, this movie called Rogue One. <laughs> a, they're all going to be a plethora of pills, too. We should too. talk about it. They're all going to be like on a, on a cocktail of pills, too, of like different narcotics and all. This is what Jedi January does to us. <laughs> the sad uh, thing is, all stand up no one's been drinking. <laughs> Nobody. We're all, seriously, I haven't touched a drink today. I haven't uh, touched a drink since Sunday. I haven't touched uh, a drink or a child Saturday. in weeks. <laughs> no, wait. Drunk Sunday. <laughs> sure, sure. We got, these, we got these calendars now. You do. I thought about it, but I'm like, I don't drink during the week. And neither do I. Not anymore. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Ever since December. <laughs> Ever since the last time. It's been last year. It's been, it's been a year. It's been a whole it's been year. Since... <laughs> <laughs> it's been. According to my math, it's been one whole year. Alrighty. Hey guys, you want to come over and make Jello pops? <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> Think of Generation Z, you know. <laughs> Let's make bananas float in Jello. I think he's going crazy. <laughs> he's going crazy. <laughs> fuck! I just I okay, doke. Doctor just prescribed me a new tranquilizer. Oh fuck! It'll stop my perpetual crying. <laughs> well, Going to yeah, be like the, Wally, where we, we're not walking anymore because we're all morbidly obese, <laughs> and they're not reproducing because they can't get past their fucking morbid obesity. There'll be a news service called Amazon Shower, where some, some <laughs> you pay a guy to come and fucking spray you off with a hose. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to start that business. Hey, don't give him any ideas. Fuck yeah, dude. They'll make that. They'll have a drone do it <laughs> <laughs> with a high pressure hose too. Is that a guard hose? The high pressure hose? just from above. It just be like, <laughs> like a monsoon. It's, it's a fucking. It's a helicopter. It's not a drone. <laughs> when you order, we a shower. can't get any closer. <laughs> <laughs> it smells. Jesus Christ, man. Oh. What anyway, we so uh, what are we doing? Uh, <laughs> Rogue One. Oh, yeah, movie reviews. Movie That's what? what we're supposed to be doing. So Rogue One. Uh, I'll be honest, dude. I, I like the story in this. I, I think it's 
you know, I feel like this is a good woman-led film. Yes. Um, as as in composed to like, or as opposed to compose it. Yeah, composed. Thank you. I, I'm getting to the composition. <laughs> Give me a second, fucker. Um, as opposed to every movie that they've made since then. I mean, including uh, Black Widow. Black Widow was just like the the last movie, that, the last woman-led movie that I watched that was kind of like... Terrible? It, it was right on the edge Awful. of being absolutely dog shit. Like Thor, absolutely dog shit. Yep. I, I didn't even make it past five minutes. I couldn't, I didn't give a fuck. It was just... You know, let's spend 45 minutes demeaning one of the most sexiest men on the fucking planet who's in ridiculously good shape. That's what we're going to do. And, okay, you know, well. yeah, dude, I'm not, I'm, I don't fucking okay. care about putting it out there. No, I just said okay. So, uh, you know, but this movie actually was good. I mean, it was, it was not, it was, a it was not about like sucking her off. No, no. We, well, we weren't they, that. She had vulnerabilities, believe it or not. Well, yeah. that, that too, but we weren't in the, in the current cycle that we're in. We, we were just starting the, yeah, it the was 2016. So it was, so it was just before me too. And women. So at this point you have to understand it's a, it's a slow process, right? You just can't it's throw people in there and have them take over. You have to start small. And this, this was part of it. Because it wasn't too bad, mm-hmm. but having even having a, a, a woman do what a man was supposed to be doing, and have her be the focus and be the the key to everything, was even of even of itself you could say was woke, but it wasn't terrible because it didn't take over the whole movie, which is now what it what they're what they're doing. They're they're you know gender changing everything, yeah. and everything's well, and you know, then women, they're all Mary Sue's and they're all Mary Sue's. Yeah. That's where that's the that's the, the, the worst end. part. That's of the it. end. We've arrived where they want to be. They can just way use back the, you can, they can, six years ago. They can use the force we just like that. They just can use the force. Yeah, you know, we're gonna have to discuss that next January. <laughs> no, it's, we're gonna get to there sooner than that. I'm not. No, no, no. we're gonna wait because then you have to watch these movies twice. <laughs> so. Um, no, uh, uh, <laughs> but this, she has, she has a good backstory. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, and she has she strife. Has, yeah. I mean, there, there, vulnerability. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of that, and you know, she wa- she witnesses her mother get killed. Yes. Mm-hmm. Her father is basically taken prisoner. Yeah. She's left on her own, and and some big dude, you know, big black dude, Forrest Whitaker, Forrest Whitaker. just shows up out of nowhere. I, they never even say yeah. whether she knew him or not. So we have to assume that she had no idea who this person was. Um, she was then, you know, they kind of released this later in the movie because it, it then flash forwards to her being arrested by the Empire. Right. Well, at this point, I guess it was still um, the uh, Senate. You know, it was still, mm-hmm. it wasn't quite an Empire yet because he hadn't dissolved the Senate. So what the hell were they? The Republic. So yeah. she had been arrested by the Republic at this point, and you're um, you don't know what the fuck's going on. It just flashes forward, but they they give you the backstory as the movie goes along. You kind of find out that he she was trying to be you know he was trying to force her into this rebellion that she really didn't want to be involved yeah. with. Yeah. She she you know had enough in her life where she just kind of wanted to be quiet. But unfortunately, because you're part of this rebellion and because of the people that you hang out with, the Empire is on her all the time. That's why she ends up getting arrested. Um, So then we get to this dynamic where, you know, she's saved, but essentially just taken prisoner by the... um, the rebels. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. essentially that's what, what happens. happens. I mean, happens, she's yeah. just taken prison by the rebels and saying, this is what you're going to do. And if, if you do it, we'll let you go. If not, then what? I mean, they don't really say what they're going to fucking do to her. But, um, oh, yeah, they do. They said, we'll just give you back to the Empire mm-hmm. or right, yeah, to the yeah. Republic, whatever. So um, it. it it's she's forced into a situation that she really doesn't want to be in. Yeah, she's, and she, she kind of... You know, is concerned that she is not ratting out, but betraying a trust mm-hmm. of uh, of this guy, 
um, that raised her, mm-hmm. regardless of the fact that she doesn't want to have anything to do with her. That doesn't mean that she wants to fucking, you know, turn yeah, uh, turn him out. But so it's, just, it's done. It's a dynamic character. That the characters think. I yeah, think dude. I mean, it, 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 it's you're hit by this decision that has to be made almost in the first fifteen <clears throat> minutes of this movie. That where you have to, do I want to take a chance of ending back in the Republic? Uh, you know, the the prison, or do I want to end up free? And what ends up happening is as she's going through the story and she she suffers more loss. She suffers the loss of the man who raised her. She suffers the loss of her father right in front of her. You know, and at the same time, he's like saying my lifelong ambition was to build a weakness into the Death Star. So we, you know, it could be taken down. So now she has a whole new drive and ambition in her life to fulfill this um, what her dad would what her dad her. wanted for yep. her. so uh, you know or what her dad wanted in general mm-hmm. and to and she finds herself being pulled into this rebellion even though she didn't want to be in it in the first place yeah. and she's even rebelling against the rebellion because you know they steal the vehicle they take off on their own that's why they come up their call sign being rogue one mm-hmm. and they go to this planet to get the plans I don't remember the name of the planet at this point I don't give a shit but they go to this planet to get the plans for the Death Star so that they can get it to the Rebellion so that they can take down the fucking Death Star. Mm-hmm. And that all, that entire story is told in like three or four minutes in episode four. Mm-hmm. Um, at, towards the end of episode four where they the plans finally get from Luke Skywalker back to the Rebellion... And they're like, okay, this is you know, this is how we can take it down. There's a you know, the shaft and everything else. So it's like they built that entire story over four minutes of episode yeah. four. And 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 to be honest with you, it's like they built out a dynamic character. They had a love interest with Andor yes. without making it a love, a love you story. You don't need to put it in your face, yeah. No, I mean it it's was well written. You could see that she was becoming more and more trusting of him and in, in this galaxy where you couldn't trust anybody mm-hmm. and she knew that he fucked her. Mm-hmm. I mean, not physically fucked right. her, but she had fucked, he had fucked her over and was literally standing there going to pull the trigger and kill her father. And he decided not to do it. Initially, she's pissed because she knew that he lied to her. Then you get down to where she realizes that he cared so much about her and her opinion that he decides not to go through with it. So it's it's a dynamic relationship between the two of them where they hate each other one minute and they care a lot about each other in the next minute. And it's not because of this artificial fucking relationship that's being built out of bullshit. It's a relationship that's being built out of trust and out of fucking necessity to a degree, but also just this strife that's going on all around the two characters that are just kind of pushing them together into a wedge that they're trying to get through and and save the day mm-hmm. and and she and at the end they know they're fucked oh yeah they, they absolutely they, they, they know, know there there's no end and that's and what makes no this longer movie awesome in my mind is that well awesome very good because of that <laughs> I, I like movies when and this isn't the only movie like that where the, the main characters are pretty much... There. What's they're, more courageous? Yeah, they're sacrificing themselves. You've, you've already know that you're done. And what they can sit there and, and fucking feel sorry for themselves, but instead they're like, fuck this. We're gonna, we are going to save no. everyone else nope. because we know we can't save ourselves. And then you have these other characters in there. You had the robot, which was yeah. kind of like comic relief, yeah. um, you know, because of the way he talked. It was very, you know... Direct and to the point, but he wasn't. He wasn't silly. No, no he wasn't. But it was a different kind. It wasn't a C three PO type. Right, right, right. Um, and at the same, t- and then you had you had a little bit of a sillier character with the, um, the pilot only because he had been he. They put that sucker monster on him to get the truth out of him or whatever. It it, it was kind of like more of a a throwaway character, but um, still got pretty high billing. Mm-hmm. And then you had the two Asians. Mm-hmm. Um, the two Asians guy, the heavy guy who who always walks around with this this heavy machine gun type laser cannon and 
the other one who is like completely still believes in the force. And at this point in time, you pretty much assume that the force is like a done thing. Yeah. Like the, the it, you know, this is happening, you know, 20 years, 20 some years uh, since the Jedi can, uh, council's been destroyed and, and the temple's been destroyed and everything else. And they're literally like in this mine yeah. getting the Kaiba crystals, which were used, used for the swords. Yeah. Um, so, or the lightsabers, I know I was making a joke last time, but. Um, you know, they're used for the lightsaber. So it's just another piece. It, this was a whole temple of the Jedis, and they're just going and raiding it and, and stealing all these Kaiba crystals. And the whole thing is just to destroy this concept of the Force, and yet you still have a monk from the old days that's just like, the Force is my ally. I'm not going to turn my back on it. I know that this all sucks. But I, you know, I still believe in the Force. And the Force saves him several times, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Um, but in the end, you know every single person that is on this mission is going to end up dying. Yeah. Because they told you that. Yeah. You know, you knew that. It's just like Episode 3. You knew that he was going to be Vader. Yeah. You knew that Obi-Wan was the one that was going to take him down. So it, it was just a matter of time to get to that. And then you had the reveal scenes. You had a, a, a very cool reveal scene where, you know, Vader is in the um, regeneration the tube, yeah. which is kind of a throwback to seeing Luke in the, in the tube, mm -hmm. um, you know, in episode five, uh, six. six. No, five. Was it? it was five. It was off five, right? after Hoth. That's right. right um, so, you know, basically... You, you get to see that dynamic, and then you get to see him there and, and, you know, how easily he controls the force. He's just taking the two fingers and strangling the shit out of uh, Ben Mendelsohn. Krennic. Krennic, right. It's played by Ben Mendelsohn. Uh, anyway, um, the, uh, the whole dynamic there, it's like the evil is lurking in the back. Yeah. But this is the last big, you know, this is... If this win doesn't happen, then the rebellion's destroyed. It's done, yeah. And so it's just, it's very, it's very cool how they decided that they're going to make this story and tell the story that had nothing to do with the Jedi. Yeah, Lucas was really excited about this project. But still was able to pull all those facets in yeah. and all the pieces of the universe in and put it in a dynamic story with pretty damn good acting. Yeah. I mean, I, of course, I like the characters in this movie, which makes it a hell of a lot easier to like it. When you get later on, when you get to race, you know, and she can just do anything that she wants to do with the Force right off the bat, it's oh. like, dude, I can't buy into this. Right. I don't... It, I watched <clears throat> Luke Skywalker have to learn how to use oh, the force. I, saw Mika. I was just like I watched yeah. Obi-Wan growing in the force. Yeah. I watched Anakin who has more midichlorians than anybody in the history of the fucking world have to learn to use the force. Yeah. Yet this bitch is just like ah, you, I'm Ray. Uh, yeah, I'm Look Ray. at me. Uh release my bonds and walk the other way and drop yeah. the gun. I dropped the gun. Oh. Yeah. So I don't know, dude. It's like this is this is what I wish the final three movies oh, absolutely, were. Absolutely. Well, I've only seen the first final three movie. I they well, you've you've seen episode seven, and like I said, episode seven is more or less a recreation yeah, of episode four. four. Yeah. I mean, you can see it in a lot of things that they do. The overarching story is pretty much exactly the same. Go ahead, Tom, man, <laughs> jump in. You look like you want to say something. Yes. All right. So. <laughs> no, I, I, I agree. Seven was more like four. Um, you know, the first time I saw this movie. Yeah. I didn't like it. I thought, eh, story, whatever. People die. Oh, look, there's Darth Vader. You know, that, that was my whole thing, right? But then I watched it again. And I felt how tragic the entire movie was. The yeah. entire movie was tragic. Not only from the rebellion standpoint, from actually, but from Craddock's standpoint. You know, if you look at his character. 
all he wants is recognition for what he did. Yeah. And he never, ever got it. And the and kind of like the tragic irony at the end is he gets blasted by the Death Star, by the actual laser. Because if you yeah. see it, it, it nicks the top of that tower where he was. Right. And it's just like, what a what a poor tragic character he was, and and but I also like the dynamic you mentioned Vader. I like the dynamic between like a Force user like Vader mm-hmm. who can just use the Force versus someone who is like the the Asian the blind guy right who could feel it but not use it right like he wasn't he didn't know what to do so it really kind of it, it made it more granular instead of just. Oh look! All these Jedi waving their swords around like in Episode Two. It made it more like the the, the Force was this real entity instead of just a bunch of laser sword wielding maniacs. Right. Um, which I liked a lot. Although I do like, you know, it looks like Vader is hanging out in Mustafa Far again. Yeah, he was. He was um, in Mustafar. <laughs> Mustafa Far. And so I liked his. I liked, and at the end where you you so they he boards. Like boarding action, yes, sir. And then, then he's actually boarding, mm-hmm. and it's dark, and you hear him breathing. Yeah. And then you see the light, the red lightsaber, and, oh. and it's you oh, know going oh. on to Channel Four at the end. Chills. Holy fuck, dude! Yeah. That scene. That scene's awesome. It made you tingle. It does. It does. It, it's it, it's so awesome just, because it's the the you know it's the very first scene pretty much in and, Episode Four, yeah. and to end this movie with that is just like powerful. Yeah. And that's honestly, isn't that's probably the first time you would see Darth Vader doing more than just lurching around like he does in the in the first couple, you know, the first three. Right. Um, you know, he actually is using the Force mm-hmm. and his lightsaber in a way that looks like he should be doing. Yeah. Well, let's be honest. I mean, Lucas didn't know what the fuck he was doing when he started. No, this. no, right, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so everyone's looking at this, going, well, "That, yeah, that's Vader right there," you know. I mean, Brad I am Vader. very happy that he never remade four, five, and six. That's right. coming. But to be perfectly honest with you, that's it would have been nice to see Vader and Obi Wan actually have a real battle oh, yeah. on well, the I, Death Star. Someone made it on YouTube. I think I mentioned it before, but they made the fight at the uh, was the end of uh, it was episode one? four. Or, yeah, episode four, the first one, and right. and. The, the 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 battle they have yes. is is epic. I, I I'll send it to you, but it's absolutely epic. Yeah, I mean, I I really wish you would have seen that because if you could have seen that, but they didn't have, they didn't like hire martial artists to come in and do no. that kind of shit back then, and they didn't train people actors to do that. No. I mean, it, you know, you you didn't see that that often. No, I mean, Christ, ha- you know, uh, kung fu movies in nineteen seventy eight, nineteen seventy nine were. You know, a joke that was played on Channel Forty Five at, at you know late at night. Yeah. Um, so it was not something that you would incorporate. No, no, it wasn't definitely not. But it makes it so much better when you have a gymnast out there like wielding a lightsaber <laughs> than when you have a you know what was he like three hundred pound like seven foot tall you know Andre the Giant yeah. looking motherfucker. Yep. You know, great. He was taller than everybody else. All right. Well, you could have done that with a box. I mean, Seriously. they do that with Tom Cruise all the time. All the time, man. <laughs> all the time. So, I don't know, man. It looks like you, you're getting antsy. No, we just got to wrap it up. Is the time. That's oh, okay. All right. Sorry. So, you are getting antsy. Sorry. Antsy in the pantsy. Antsy in the pantsy. Antsy in the So, what do you give it? I, I guess I'll go first. I, I, I think this is better than three. Yes. So, absolutely. I have to oh, yeah. go... I'm going to go eight. Uh-huh. I think it's a solid movie, man, and I really dig it. And I didn't – I remember liking it when I saw it, but then when I went back and saw it again just, you know, for this, mm-hmm. it's like, God damn, this was better than I remember. Yeah, I give it an eight, too, I, uh, as well. I, um, I wish the writing was a little better. Uh, I didn't think Forrest Whitaker did a, a, was the right fit for that character. No, I didn't. I mean, I like him in other things. But Have you he, ever seen Ghost Dog? Ghost Dog, no. Okay, go um, watch Ghost Dog, <laughs> then watch this fucking movie again. The I just didn't think <laughs> he didn't dog. he didn't come across as like a, a, a war veteran of the Clone Wars that had a had a you know a bug up his ass about you know a, a, a axe to grind. You know what I mean? He just seemed like he was like. I, I don't know. It just didn't. It didn't. It didn't sell. I didn't. I didn't buy it. 
Right. The problem is, is the scenes that he was involved with were all scenes with her, and she, and he would not treat her that way. You know what I'm well, saying? No, just his presence. But right? if you but if you look at what he did to the pilot and yeah. how he treated the pilot, that is the character that I thought he should have done. Yes, but I, well, I'm not even talking about that. I'm just okay. I'm just talking about his presence. Like if they would have the guy who played Boba Fett. Like yeah. Imagine Boba Fett doesn't exist. Yeah. If they if he was that guy, I would have bought it. Mm, okay. You know, it, but him just him, just his care like him himself. I guess just I didn't buy the fact that that I don't know. I didn't buy it. But well, I don't think he was part of the Clone Wars. I thought he was. He said it in the movie. Did he? Okay. Yeah. I thought he was just uh you know got all those injuries in the um in 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 the battles against the Empire. Uh, maybe. But I, I thought I, that's when he got it. I guess all, I misunderstood. Although we, we all know everyone's going to die. Next I, week. I like the fact that everyone. On JB's Drive-In Podcast. It was just. I apologize probably, for my misunderstanding. For my misunderstanding. Of Forrest Whitaker's character. Uh, I did like how everyone did. They didn't do it in a way that was like, oh, everyone's in the ship and it blows up. You know, they they did it in a way that made sense for the movie. Yeah. Um, and it, it is a struggle. Like the, even that last scene with Darth Vader and they're getting that disc. With those plans, and it barely makes it out of there, and you're just like, and then as it takes off, you know, it, it you know, the the curling Corvette, you're like, yeah. everyone I just watched, all the death, just for that, yep, it made it yes. heavier that, oh, it's that, heavy, you know, that 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 they had that. that oh yeah, not. because when you're watching episode four, the plans to the Death Star don't really mean anything to you until you've, you get to the end, and it's like you kind of, you know, once they've blown up. A planet and and this and that and the other, it kind of has some weight to it, but it definitely has a lot more weight after this movie. And speaking of that, I did like the fact that they nuanced the Death Star. They could destroy a town uh-huh. and not the whole planet. Right. Yeah. You know, like just, just power up a reactor and then just obliterate you know a continent or something, but not the whole thing. It makes it more of a weapon that can be used in di- different ways instead mm-hmm. of just I'm just going to blow up this that planet, planet right? Killer. Yeah, makes then, it it makes then, it actually more scary. I will give this movie an eight. You go eight. We all eight. I go eight. Yeah. Solid eight eights across the board. Triple eights. Triple eights. He's gonna lose his job soon. There we go. <laughs> oh yeah, yes. <laughs> After Sado takes over. So anyway, <laughs> next week we'll be back with the next exciting adventure. Of, uh, oh, get out there and uh, podcast, put know. some put some. Uh, Put some time into uh, doing the Chesapeake Podcast Network. Yes. Vote for Jimmy. Vote, Vote for, for the December episode if you liked it. I don't. I don't <laughs> know if you liked it or not. But and then of course, duckpin.com. Duckpin.com. And please leave a review. Leave a review. That's all. I'd like to see some reviews. reviews. Maybe and we'll discuss them on the show. Maybe. If you leave a review, I promise you we will discuss it on the show. That's right. Anyway, till next week. Bye bye.